So, how's your quarantine going? <laughs> so, it's actually not super different from normal for me. Um, I mean... Well, other than Amazon's late <laughs> and your dinner is late and... <laughs> actually, that hasn't been too bad, weirdly enough. The only thing is, like, I can't get bread flour delivered to me <laughs> because so i live in a rich people area right so people bought up the fancy flowers that i want like the king arthur the good shit but you can totally get store brand all-purpose flour which will kind of mostly get the job done for most stuff um i did start a sourdough starter uh because you know uh, it seemed well, like yeah, it played you got, times you got to pick a path of millennial now <laughs> I mean, I'd already started baking bread, but with like packets of yeast. But now I'm like, I'm gonna try out this whole sourdough thing and see how that goes. Yes, now you're a mother dough mother, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's kind of a lot of work too in the beginning. Like right now, so I'm on. I'm only on day two. So I I fed it once today, and then tomorrow <laughs> I think I'm supposed to feed it two times. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little bit high i mean it's i guess it's no worse than the cat um i have to feed him twice a day and when yeah, i feed him remind I, you i squirt steroids <laughs> into his mouth yeah maybe i'll feed my <laughs> i'll feed my sourdough at the same time i feed the cat <laughs> that seems like a foolproof strategy um and i do feed the cat at 12 hour intervals because of his medication so i do have like a reminder set up in the do app to like remind me to do that the great thing about do is that it reminds you and then it keeps bugging you mm. at i think you can specify the interval in my case it's five minutes so at five minute intervals until you actually do the thing mm. it was recommended to me um by a friend of the show uh steve aka wicked good on twitter who knows a thing or two about not remembering stuff yeah, he also recommended it to me, and you seem to have gotten further into that recommendation than I have. Well, I started having things, like, recurring things. Like, I take pills in the morning. Actually, I was going to take some pills right before recording this, because, like, I have some pills that want to be <sighs> taken with food, and I finished eating recently, but it'll be fine. Um, incidentally, uh, some of my pills are nutritional supplements, which I'm pretty sure... I fixed my thyroid with, like, I don't know exactly what I was deficient in, but I had had increasing <laughs> TSH for years uh, since, like, I don't know, 2015 or something. And it was going up relatively slowly, but, you know, still trending upward. But my last TSH result came back normal, and my free T4 and T3 were, like, within acceptable parameters, so... <laughs> Uh, the, the main supplements that I added was one that was calcium, magnesium, and zinc, uh, either the magnesium or the zinc could have been responsible. And I also started taking iron supplements, uh, which could also be helpful. Like I know <laughs> I was like borderline the last time I tried to donate blood. Mm. Uh, so that probably wasn't great. So that could have been a factor. So, you know, worth looking into if you think you might be deficient in various minerals um yeah did i mention that i got like lol on vitamin d <laughs> at the blood oh. work i almost passed out at yeah i <laughs> i'm not surprised by that um most people most white well actually it's it's worse for people of color because they absorb uh 
whatever from the sun <laughs> that creates vitamin D less readily, even than white people. Uh, but it's especially bad for hermits like us. Uh, I'm part of a vitamin D study, so my levels have been acceptable for kind of a long time. Mm. Um, but I am not at all surprised. Uh, and you can take up to 40,000 units a day and it won't hurt you. Uh, probably start with 10 and then taper back to 5. That's that's basically what I did. Yeah, I, I got a, a plan and been following it, and we'll see if Excellent. Um, they bother doing another test or risk me fainting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could join the study. It's just a spot test that you do at home, and I definitely almost passed out the first time I did it, but subsequently... Fantastic. Well, that's, you know, a me thing, because whatever, but I I, <laughs> I figured out how to bleed myself better so it wouldn't take long and be distressing. Mm. Um, yeah. so, so speaking so of taking long and being distressing as we <laughs> meander into this topic again. Right. We do have one. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the damn virus again, but like, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting having these time capsules, you know, five years <laughs> from now. Yeah. Not that I ever go back and re-listen to old podcast episodes because I can't stand the sound of my own voice, but somebody else might, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> they do say that, that the Germans have a compound word for everything, and apparently they have one uh, that's useful for us now. Yep. <laughs> uh, Hamsterkauf, <laughs> which is basically to hoard, uh, the, the sort of hoarding that, that we humans do in the you know, in times like these or when there's a blizzard or whatever, and for some reason we hoard French toast supplies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Milk, eggs. <laughs> <Bread>. <laughs> and the, the idea our German friend Jenny explained to us is, uh, you know, how hamsters, like, have those cheek pouches and they stuff them full of nuts and seeds and whatever, and then they carry stuff back to their burrows. It's like that, but with toilet paper. Yep. I'm still mad. I, I haven't been able to get my hands on the good Charmin. I, I'm not running out yet, but soon I will, and then I'll have to use the generic stuff. Oh, that's terrible. Because, see, up by me, where we just have terrible white people, <laughs> the uh, fancy good Charmin is like, what was left? <laughs> Can you ship me some of the good shit? Well, I'd have to like... go out and get it now. That's true. Yeah. Ugh. I, didn't I mean, <laughs> some some friends have theorized that that stocks will be replenished by like Wednesday. And I don't I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll check. And also, if you're going out into the world, you might want to look for like an H Mart or whatever your local equivalent Asian market is, because yay, um, racism is keeping yeah. those well stocked. I think we do have H Marts. I know that. Uh, so one of my coworkers has cancer. So he's in the hospital a lot for chemo and stuff. And he has personally observed that, like, patients are asking not to be seen by, like, Asian nurses and stuff. Like, people nice. are rejecting medical care from Asian people, which is bananas, bananas because <laughs> you're there for a reason. <laughs> like, yeah. and these people are capable of helping you. Like, it's so much worse than when some dudes wouldn't want me to work on their computers because ladies don't know computer things. Because, mm -hmm. like, they could die. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, people are finding uh, all new ways of uh, being terrible. <laughs> For example, oh, <laughs> uh, hoarding uh, hand sanitizer ahead of time. Yeah. 
That was a really great story over this weekend. So there was this asshole who drove the length of Tennessee, or no, was it Kentucky? I think he drove Does the length matter? of... Does it matter? They're the same length, right? No, They're on top of I think each he, other? Uh, roughly. He, anyway, he drove across uh, two states, essentially. What are those Chattanooga, states? Chattanooga's practically in Georgia. Um, so he's on like a, a hoarding mission driving across the country when we're not supposed to really be traveling, buying up all the stocks of hand sanitizer and shit at like little mom and pop stores along the way, like dollar stores way out in the country yeah, because they have stock. So, you know, he he felt that he was just redistributing uh, and deserved to earn a profit for his enterprising spirit or whatever. But actually, he's just an asshole. So the best thing happened... Uh, Twitter, specifically um, Emily, oh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Emily Gorczynski. I'm Polish enough that I should know how to, but I don't, so. <laughs> well, also, you know, there's all the ways that Polish names uh, drop That's true. things or not. Like, I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be a Z next to the C in my name. Probably. <laughs> so anyway, she uh, tracked down his specific uh, storage unit. Oh, by the way, if you're going to commit a crime, which, by the way, uh, hoarding uh, essential supplies in times of natural or well, I guess this still counts as natural disaster. Anyway, in disaster times yep. is illegal in a bunch of states, including Tennessee. So if you're going to do some crimes, maybe don't talk to the New York Times yeah. about it. <laughs> The and paywall don't won't let them <laughs> don't let them take a bunch of photos because yeah. those photos were actually highly instrumental in tracking this motherfucker down and uh they raided his the the state uh raided his storage unit and took all of his hoarded supplies which he had been having trouble bless his heart selling uh anyway at wildly inflated prices right um, because so <laughs> Amazon and eBay like the extent to which they'll do anything is uh, you know, tell you, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> and perhaps remove all your other listings. But yeah, they're not gonna, you know, completely tattle on you and like, give that uh, return address <laughs> to the uh, police or anything. Unless it's specifically but, asked. <laughs> if you talk to the New York Times about your crimes, uh, and they take a bunch of pictures uh, of your storage unit with blue doors. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually possible uh, based on only the information in the article and the photographs, to track down the specific storage unit, not e not even just the facility, but the specific unit yeah. that all of his shit was in, so they could come bust it open and redistribute his hoard to those who actually need it. Yeah. It's highly delightful. Yes, I am happy that justice sort of occurred, at least. I mean, you know, we don't know Relatively. if he'll be in extensive prison or anything, but... <sighs> Probably not. Yeah. I mean, he's white. Yeah. So that's what was it during Katrina? The there were white people like. Oh yeah, they know, they were uh, uh, being resourceful instead of looting, right? Or whatever. They weren't foraging, looting. foraging or something, <laughs> right? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember the exact term for when white people are looting. Yeah, <laughs> but there is one. There's a special term just for when white people are looting. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. That was like that was like a shit cake, but you know it, it was. It like had some icing. Yeah, <laughs> it did. <laughs> it's shitty that it happened at all, but boy, was it delicious when when his uh, his little horde got raided. Yeah, and uh, to to put some boring science into it, um, regular soap is fine for viruses because it binds to lipids and sort of tears them apart and then the water when you wash your hands is what takes all of that away 
So, you know, you're fine with whatever squirts out of the thing at work if you're still going to work for whatever reason or whatever you have in your cabinet, like in the back of it, <laughs> because you haven't been able to buy anything is probably fine, like no matter what it is. And, you know, what you're saying inside anyway, it's, you're just, you know, talking about spreading cooties between you and your other uh, detainees. Right. Like, wash your hands like a normal person after you go to the bathroom or when you get the mail. Yeah. Uh, and that sort of thing. But, like... I did see yeah. a carrier in gloved today, but also, like, it started getting cold again, so I don't know. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice that it's been a little bit nippy, so I can wear gloves, like, for touching elevator buttons and stuff without looking like a total weirdo. Uh, oh, you're not south enough to just always have white gloves on? Uh, <laughs> not really. Although, I mean, increasingly, uh, it's okay to just go out and be a weirdo because we're all afraid of death. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, legit. Or more importantly, stay in because you're afraid of death. Uh, right. I, Which I don't know if I remember inclined. to put it in the article or if it's just in my open tabs somewhere that I'll have to go <laughs> take down. But uh, th there was a piece that had all the animations of the various uh, particle simulations for dealing oh, with yeah. things. That was really fun to play with. And basically, yeah, the one that works is self-isolation. So... Yeah, do that one, kids, please. <laughs> yeah, also self-isolation is totally fun. Well, I it's, mean, it's... I, <laughs> we are not typical, but oh, I the mean... neurotypicals are having so much trouble with it. You know, you know who also is also having trouble with it? Uh, people in straight relationships, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, particularly, apparently it's a real problem. Uh, because... To spend time with your wife. <laughs> Well, that, but also, like, uh, I guess Tinder is a little bit difficult because nobody really wants to go out and just, like, screw somebody that, that they just swiped on the app. So, so dudes, uh, and, and it's mostly dudes uh, who have to do, put in more effort than they have been, actually have to, like, talk to a woman, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. Make a case for himself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of... So there have been, like, joke memes going around, like, all the sports are canceled, what'll I do, yard work, whatever. I met, there's this woman on my couch, she says she's my wife, she seems nice. Like, that's not, it, that's a shitty, like, it's shitty. It's also something I completely can't relate with, because all of my relationships have been based off of like, I don't know, spending time with a person. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 I just don't know what the opposite is. Like, I can't fathom these people who apparently married somebody that they don't really want to be around. Like, that, I don't know, that just strikes me as odd. Why would you marry somebody you don't like? I mean, for money, maybe? But other than that, yeah, for health insurance, eh, okay, it's America. But it's confusing to also be like, we both have our own laptops and nintendos and <laughs> like there are times where we just sit in the same room and don't interact with each other well, yeah, in complete that's silence you know just normal millennial relationships yeah like you don't I, I maybe that's the problem these people think that they need to be like up each other's talking butts. at each other <laughs> all the time i don't know yeah Maybe that's, I, I don't know. But it's so. Bless their so... hearts. They're wicked black hearts. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I, you know, on the one hand, I'm extremely grateful that I am being paid and, uh, for, and, and doing work at home and that that's possible and I'm still being paid. Uh, I understand that's not the case for everybody. On the other hand, like, I'm a little tiny bit bitter about all the people who are like, I'm going to play so many video games when I'm quarantined and I'm like, I'm going to work. <laughs> my usual hours and it's just as tiring except without the tiringness of a commute which granted is worse but still like that's like maybe 10% of the tiredness I'm still 90% as exhausted at the end of a day of working from home yeah and I've noticed uh, that just today I went through my medication faster because uh, like that wakefulness never hits for me just meandering around my apartment i mean it barely oh. hits at all like you know like getting to work but it, apparently it's even worse so yay did you go out and take a one mile walk from your apartment back to your apartment i probably should have yeah I don't I, know. That maybe, maybe i'll try running tomorrow yeah it seems like you should kind of do something similar to your usual routine to like tell your brain that hey <laughs> Well, it's I mean, my, my current diagnosis is my brain has no recognition of patterns oh, in true. regards to wakefulness. Yeah, that doesn't really apply <laughs> to you. But, you know, for other people out there. Yeah. Since, uh. since I mentioned running, um, all of my March races and then some have canceled. So that's good uh, because yeah. uh, while it's perfectly fine to like... so. If you do get cabin fever, which is fine and has something to do with your spouse, who you may or may not love, uh, right. uh, you can go for a walk, you can go for a run, assuming you stick to, you know, like, not the, uh, yeah. like, not the main street where there might be other people. Right, don't congregate. But so, so weird thing about that. One of my uh, Facebook friends posted that she and her husband had gone out for like a walk around the block. Uh, and their streets are deserted. Nobody else is. They're just two people who are already married. So whatever cooties one has, the other already has. Uh, just going for a walk in their own neighborhood. And somebody was driving by and like stopped the car and like harassed them for being outside taking a walk. So, you know, taking a walk or a run or whatever is a very good idea. But like, be careful because there's lunatics out there. There's like... There, there are weird people with weird ideas driving around in cars, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty well protected from uh, <laughs> how unhinged I look as a person <laughs> when I'm out. And so, yeah, that would probably help. <laughs> yeah. Like you can go to a park, but not a busy park. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dog parks are probably fine. Didn't they? Did they decide whether or not dogs can carry the virus? I think they. No, I don't, I've seen... I don't think they can. I mean, I think they can in the sense that they are objects. Right. So, you know, if somebody coughs on your dog, yeah, just, you know, kind of be reasonable. Wash your dog. That's the sucky thing about dogs. You have to wash them. Yeah. Or they smell. I, yeah, they smell like what dog. We have, it's its own smell and it's so bad. Yeah. Cats are bad. Uh, oh, speaking of cats, uh, so... Um, my, one of my uh, relatives works at a cat cafe in New Jersey and they are in 
not a great position. Uh, so if you have something like that in your area, you know what? If, anyway, no, I'll finish one thought before going on to the next. <laughs> I will do this like a person who can do things. Um, <laughs> they're in a really bad position. Uh, they had just gone through like they had one case of ringworm on a cat in the cafe. So they had to do like all kinds of sanitation and checking and they had like a quarantine period just because of one case of ringworm which by the way is not deadly it's just highly communicable and unsightly um uh and so they were just about to open up and then fucking coronavirus so yeah uh, if you want to support catsbury park they're kind of a pet charity of mine uh you can find them on my twitter or whatever i've been tweeting about it um and and if you have anything like that in your local area like it would be pretty great to support uh, cat and dog charities probably could use the help. Also, like, it's a pretty good time if you're kind of quarantined anyway mm -hmm. to, like, foster some kittens or puppies or older dogs or older yeah. cats, you know? Pretty good time to be fostering an animal, socializing kittens, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously being careful, right? <laughs> being careful about the people when you go to pick them up, but still, you know. Oh, yeah, just have the kittens walk under a black light. Right. It, it would distract you from your spouse whom you hate. Uh, <laughs> so the thought that I almost stopped my thought with was, so people have been recommending uh, buying gift certificates for local restaurants that are maybe closing uh, and then redeeming them later when you can actually eat there. And I think that's an okay idea, except that that might mean that like a month from now, they are, again, not actually making any money because it's just people redeeming gift certificates. So probably the better move, if you can afford it, would be to buy gift cards now and then give them to other people who wouldn't normally go to that restaurant yeah. and then also go yourself in the future. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That seems like a more effective strategy to actually support your local businesses through this plague time. Yeah. And with the whole food thing, like, how do you, like, disinfect delivery food um the uv light thing isn't a joke although you have to like be really specific about what you get uh actual sunlight works just as well for you know <laughs> uh killing things uh, but i mean the obvious thing of course is just if you stick to hot foods that yeah uh if you do frequent a sushi place i'm sure they have hot dishes as well <laughs> and that's like the only thing i can think of that would even be like a problem yeah, it should probably be fine. And your sushi restaurants can probably use your support around yeah, now. Because, again, yeah. racism. It's really showing us who we really are. Yeah, there are a whole bunch of articles that uh, I <laughs> did not put in the topic list in terms of, like, why America is especially terrible and why <laughs> this reveals it. Um, and, yeah, we're not going to well, talk about I those mean... now. Our current president is just telling lies again. He's saying the things that he wishes were true as if they were facts. And it's it's always not great, but it's especially not great when it's like undermining what actual medical professionals say is the case. Like, what do you need to do right now? The president. Ah, nothing. It's a liberal plot or something. I don't know. Right. So that'll take us to the next thing, because a lot of municipalities and states and you know everything except the national level are stepping up and doing things that are um taking being the bad guy off of you know 
conferences or races or anything else I was scheduled to go to in the month of March or through June. Um, So kudos to the governments at the smaller levels that are willing to put rules in place. Uh, So (laughs) the big thing uh, that we were waiting for word on to do this episode um, was uh, WWDC. Hmm. which will not be occurring in San Jose in June this year. Well, it might be incidentally, but it'll be broadcast to the internet rather than gathering thousands of nerds together and packing them all into one place. Well, yeah. GDC is also going on right now uh, virtually, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if Apple does anything in regards to like the lab experience. Yeah, apparently there's going to be something, but I don't know what. Yeah, but all they said is sort of watch this space. Right. They're probably still figuring out what well, can yeah. handle the load. And... <laughs> um, and they also, this number seems too small, but committed $1 million to various San Jose organizations. Yeah. To offset revenue loss, which is like... I'm going to guess it's a lot, especially the hotels, which gouge out the ass. <laughs> yeah, and like everyone was making the joke about, you know, oh, that, you know, that's the bar tab at the talk show live. <laughs> <laughs> probably uh they're also uh they've closed uh all their stores uh like worldwide except for the ones that are starting to reopen in china <laughs> right ironically <laughs> <Yeah>. now <laughs> apple stores are closed everywhere in the world except china because they're finished through a combination of authoritarianism and well actually mostly authoritarianism yeah and to some extent science like actually testing people and yeah. stuff and uh, that that's where the, the good things end. Oh, wait. Uh, well, oh, uh, one smaller one is that Apple, Microsoft, a lot of other companies are, when they're closing their campuses, they're still paying the hourly workers. Yeah, that's really good. Can't come in to, like, do nothing, especially if their job is to, you know, like, make the lunch burrito. So Yeah, or the maintenance people who are super especially important yeah right now like (laughs) like i talked about how i was at pax east and there were um convention center maintenance people just everywhere cleaning things and you notice uh that that uh biogen conference in boston at the same time as pax had like 80 cases and pax had none uh coming Mm. out of it now granted the crowd is somewhat younger and apparently younger people tend to be uh, asymptomatic carriers uh, which we know because South Korea tested, like, everybody. Uh, so they uh, found a lot, uh, their data skewed a lot younger than Italy, which only tested people who showed up with symptoms, and that skewed older. And it's not that older people are necessarily more susceptible. It's just that they get a lot sicker. Yeah, so that's something to keep in mind with the, uh, you know, what is the death rate? Because um, that's not known until this is over, by the way. Um and you can't really base it off of random isolated data sets because, uh, like you said, asymptomatic carriers never test positive, And when they get better, they're not part of the data. So what we really have is the number of people who reach hospitalization who die. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah testing there's competent ways to do it and then there's the united states which is mostly to not do it although if you listen to the president tests are easily available 
Mm. Yeah. You okay. shouldn't listen and, to the uh, president. Intersecting with uh, everything we hate about tech and VC culture. <laughs> the uh, zombified remains of um, uh, Theranos and uh, pieces of WeWork uh, investment here. <laughs> Yeah. As those things have exploded into patent portfolios and have been bought up by patent trolls, apparently one is now trying to stop testing in the U.S. because patent violations from... Um, so if anyone's not familiar, the term patent troll refers to an organization who has not invented anything, but their business model is buying patents and then litigating. Well, you don't even necessarily have to buy them. You can just patent an overly broad patent because the patent office isn't that great and then sit on that until somebody actually does something kind of similar and then sue them yeah you have not done anything you like and, and this comes up in uh Feynman's uh books he patented a bunch of like they some uh I think it was the government whatever somebody asked him like think of things that you could possibly do now that we've made this nuclear weapon <laughs> Now that atomic bombs are a thing, think of other things that we could maybe do with nuclear energy. And so he was like, uh, nuclear submarines. So years and years later, when somebody finally like started making one, people were calling him up as if he were the expert because he owned the patent. But he was like, no, man, I was just spitballing. Yeah. And uh, the it has to have a working prototype provision <laughs> uh, really needs to be in our patent system or the whole thing needs to be torn up. Yeah, that would be pretty nice, actually. I mean, because well, in the in the globalist world, uh, where China doesn't give a shit about our patents, right? And I can buy anything I want from China, um, and other than it taking a month to get to me, it'll cost pennies on the dollar. There, why like enforcing them in the U.S. just I don't know hurts U.S.-based companies as people find out there are other sources of things. Yeah, I mean, to some extent. There, there's, I'm not going to, I'm not prepared to say that there's no value in the patent system because of China, but <laughs> obviously there's a huge problem. I mean, this company literally only exists to stop other people, to shake down. Yep. It's, it's, you know, uh, not bribery. What is the thing that's Protection <laughs> forcing people? Yeah, it's, it, it's a racket. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they just shake down other companies, uh, and stop them from doing things until and unless they give them a bunch of money for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because it's gambling because, um, you know, all, all the majority isn't, you know, let's think of uh, every adjective you could uh, attach to a noun and <laughs> just patent that. <laughs> but people do. Right. But it is also a lot of purchasing when uh, uh, startups fail. They purchase their portfolio because investors want any amount of money hmm. back. So they get anything that might have been attempted to be legitimate. So they really didn't do anything because they're just buying up patents for, you know, just random amounts of money, hoping that one of them will turn into something they can sue over. Yeah, it's real nice, especially when it's uh, testing for a lethal disease. <laughs> That is spreading like wildfire and we don't even really know how fast it's spreading because again we don't have enough tests yeah and you know you could see that you know to, to bring up china again you know our fda has to clear 
test designs from other countries. Um, and they basically don't. They have to, like, invent them over here. And Yeah, that's shitty. That That's not working out too well. That's just, I mean... Like, we can't take all those South Korean, like, test kits if they have extras now that they've gone through their entire population. <laughs> yeah, speaking of South Korea, like, I kind of morbidly wonder what's up with North Korea right now? Because, like, if you want to talk about authoritarian regimes and forcing people to stay in their homes literally all of the time, and also restaurants don't exist... Right. You know, it, you could see uh, uh, the virus having a hell of a time getting in there at all. Yeah. And they uh, pretty much, first of all, nobody really wants to go to North Korea for the most part. <laughs> like a few journalists, brave souls, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to spare a population, except you're not sparing them. The, you know, the typical starvation that they just always have. Yeah, and also, you know, you'll never get real numbers out of that anyway because it's not oh, like absolutely we have, not. We have, it's not like we even have numbers on how many of their citizens they kill for random reasons. Um, yeah, uh, which is also a reason you can't trust the Chinese numbers. Like, like China is still bad. You know, like they handled some of this well, and they also commit related and unrelated atrocities during this period. Yeah, like prisoning people for religious reasons and then harvesting their organs is pretty sketchy. Yeah. I want to say I'm going to go way out on a limb and say that that's like not great. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the world is on fire right now. We all need to stay home as much as possible. Uh... If any, you know, if you get delivery, tip your deliverers well. Pressure big companies like McDonald's and Costco, I think. And uh, basically, it's... Any of those companies that were doing the crap, like, you have to uh, use your sick days as currency. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. So there's this whole kerfuffle recently um, where Nancy Pelosi allowed an exemption for really big companies because they were they're doing like a federal sick time thing but only for like there's a an upper and a lower bound to it the lower bound being if there's a hardship which you know still fucking sucks for the uh, they're forcing companies to, to to supply sick leave um or they're paying for it or something i don't know the exact terms but anyway uh so nancy pelosi's argument is that these huge companies like mcdonald's should just be doing this anyway and yes that is absolutely correct <laughs> They can absolutely sustain uh, that on their own without government assistance, and they definitely should. However, like, yeah, the way you say that <laughs> statement attached to this other one is by putting it into law that if you're a right. large corporation, you have to do it without assistance. Right. And like, gee, who makes laws? <laughs> it's it's such a weird... Yeah, the most infuriating part of all of this has been all of the government's instantaneous ability to just pull random shit out of their asses <laughs> to help anyone but citizens. Yeah, isn't it 1. remarkable? 1.5 fucking trillion dollars to be instantly pissed away in the stock market. And, like, that's the figure for just erasing student debt. Oh, where are you going to find the money for that, huh? Shit, I don't know. Where'd you find it when you needed to bail out a bunch of Wall Street fat cats? Maybe check those couch cushions again. Yeah, it's just uh, too infuriating to dive into, and uh, yeah, 
you, you could see why the other countries are writing bad things about us. Like Norway threw some serious <laughs> shade at us. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good burn from Norway. Countries yeah. with inadequate healthcare systems, such as the, the United, United States. States. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep, you got us That's there. Us. Yep. Like people who are like, I'm sure that we have enough ventilators. Really, motherfucker? Why are you sure of that? Yeah. Oh, and also, like, don't 3D print ventilators because you're not using medical plastics. Mm, true. They off-gas, and they need to not do that, and they need to not <laughs> react with, you know, medical-grade cleaning solutions. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You, your lungs have specific preferences about what goes into them, and, uh, yeah. For example, when you vape, you are immunocompromised for a minimum four hours from, like, your last puff, even if it was just one. Yeah, that's pretty grim. Yeah, so, uh... If you're uh, spending a couple weeks at home, this is a good time to sort of uh, get the nicotine shakes because <laughs> it, it will help yeah. you not die. Yeah, totally. Which I assume, then again, <laughs> wow. there, was, there was this really good meme, <laughs> millennials uh, being told um, yeah. to uh, by airlines that they should travel and they're like, so, so... Uh, cheap flights and you could die sign me up yeah <laughs> yeah it's like why smoking came back uh during the 80s was you know because of the whole cold war hanging over everyone's head yeah good old despair yep <laughs> although we kind of have that to some extent i don't know if you've seen the the series of commercials from like craft that that, that the gist of the commercial is basically fuck it give them mac and cheese they'll eat that shit yeah, we've referenced it's it like, before. <laughs> it's like whining children with like a plate of broccoli or something, and then you're yeah. just like, fuck it, cover that broccoli in cheese, then she'll eat it. <laughs> I, I appreciate those commercials. It's yeah. very American. Yeah, and you'll need lots of tips like that for... So, granted, my company's work-from-home policy was not drafted during this crisis, um, so the this is not as terrible as i'm going to interpret it but there is you know stuff in the thing you have to sign about uh working from home is not a substitute for uh child care or something like that yeah. uh, but for people who are being thrust into this while their schools are thankfully uh closed at the same time slash extended uh spring breaks uh right. yeah fuck it mac and cheese <laughs> whatever keeps them quiet yeah yeah. Well, that's enough to well, spare for this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surely things won't be worse in seven days. <laughs>